put me in the movies They're gonna make the big star out of me We'll make the film about a man that's sad and lonely And all I gotta do is act naturally Welcome back, everybody, to uh, Talk Hard. It's finally time to divulge our uh, funny, our comedic actor, Mount Rushmore's. Um, I'm excited about this. This idea of this Mount Rushmore spawned from, I think, two episodes ago where we kind of got into talking about um, Owen Wilson a little bit, and we, we kind of broke down Owen some. And um, so I thought it would be fun. I think Walk Softly Films basically dabbles in the uh we try to be funny i think most of the stuff we've done are are i would consider comedy um although we have our own sort of brand of comedy but um that's okay but uh <laughs> I, i'm i'm excited about this one because i think all of us genuinely revere the the comedy and i think we all appreciate how hard it is to be funny like in my opinion it's harder to be funny especially universally funny than, mm-hmm. than it is to do any other s- sort of form of entertainment. Um, uh, because people think they're funny and they're not most of the time. And um, so anyway, it, not everybody can do it. So uh, like I think we, we all, that's exactly where I was going. <laughs> Set yourself up there. That's Set exactly right. Thank you for finishing my sentence. Um, but yeah, um, so without further ado, let's get into our uh, comedic actors, or if you all want to be as diverse as I was on the badass Mount Rushmore actresses, uh, <laughs> Mount Rushmore. Um, I will go first. These are in no particular order, and then at the end of it, we'll sort of uh, try to come to a consensus Mount Rushmore for the Talk Hard podcast. And by the uh, way, I predict we have one. I'm going to guess the three of us have. There's going to be one crossover, I think. Yeah. And all three all of us three will of us have gonna it. Hit. And, he, and I, he's going to be in the George Washington spot, I think. I think I think you're exactly right. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and I'm not going to lead with that. Okay. Um, so one of you all can if you want. But uh, I'm going to go. My first uh, face on the Mount Rushmore is uh, um, Vince Vaughn. Um, the way I'm going to – I would like to do this, if you guys want, is um, – We'll, we'll say it, maybe talk about him a little bit, and then whoever mentions him, give one example of a performance that if you had to suggest to somebody that can watch one performance to make your case as to this guy deserves a spot, what is that performance? Um, so Vince Vaughn is my first uh, Mount Rushmore face. The first time I saw Vince was in uh, the movie Rudy, uh, where he played, uh, I think, the quarterback for the Notre Dame football team um not a very big comedic performance um but the first time i actually saw him be funny was in uh, the movie he did with favreau um swingers um you guys seen swingers i love swingers yeah i've never watched it all the way through yeah what are your thoughts on what you've seen um it's just because i thought he was brilliant in it yeah but go ahead and that's like you know, when, when we talk about some of these uh, funny men, age has a lot to do with it. And man, his, mm-hmm. his energy level is so high. And yeah. it's like, and, and he's just, he's bringing it so much. And, and that's, when you think of him, it's at the, it's that motor mouth. And it's kind of right. like, that was your introduction to him. And, uh, and him and Favreau have, have such great chemistry. Um, yeah. So th- yeah. that's what I think of when I think about that movie. 
You're, he's so money, and he doesn't even know it. He doesn't even know it. That's right. Um, just as a as a sort of a side note to Vince, I think if we ever do a uh, sort of a Mount Rushmore of cameos, I'm going to go ahead and spoil one. Um, he, he what he did in the probably 45 seconds he was in Zoolander um, <laughs> when the, his face. Whenever uh, Derek Zoolander's Merman commercial comes up, uh, is is one for the ages. Like it cracks me up every time I watch the facial expression he has in the bar when Zoolander's talking about having black lung and talking about being a merman. Um, so that's worth the price of admission, right there. Yeah. Um, if I had one performance. Uh, to recommend to the to the listeners to make my case for Vince being on the Mount Rushmore, it's what he did in Wedding Crashers. Mm-hmm. Um, that that, that perform it frust- the Oscars frustrate me in a way that I think that a performance like that will never get nominated, and I don't understand why. Mm-hmm. Because there's not there's not three people on this planet that could do what Vince Vaughn did in the Wedding Crashers. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he was just unbelievable. He hit on everything. The 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 whole uh, thing he did on the steps with uh, Owen Wilson when he was talking about motorboating her, mm-hmm. um, called him called him a motorboating son of a bitch. That <laughs> that, <laughs> that scene, and then uh, the one where the brother the brother comes in and wants to play tummy sticks with with yeah. Vince, yeah. and and he just <laughs> try to say I don't want to play tummy sticks as fast as Vince Vaughn does in that <laughs> in that riff. I, that's a challenge to you guys to do that. Um, but yeah, uh, watch Wedding Crashers and uh, tell me Vince Vaughn doesn't deserve a spot on on Mount Rushmore. Um, you know, I would say too that that his his there the parts of his performance you could point out in uh, Swingers because I mean he does the same kind of thing. He's you know, uh, in, in swingers, he's, he's just, uh, he's nonstop. He's rapid, rapid delivery. Yeah. Um, you know, where there's, you know, he, I, I, the scene where they, you know, they pick up the girls at the bar and they go back to some, one of their trailers or something. And, um, he talks about how he had a, uh, he talks how he, he had or something about a role that he played in an after school special. Uh, yeah. about uh, bulimia and he's like yeah it was called uh, I think it was called uh, eat something <laughs> um, and the way he go back and watch that that's that's classic stuff too it's on Netflix too by the way so Could, swingers is I couldn't great, agree great. couldn't agree more with you on um, wedding crashers it is one of the best comedies like you know made in a decade and um he carries it because yeah. Owen, that's that's sad. Owen, you know that was yeah. he's not he's not as sad as he you know some of the other things he's been in, but that's that's definitely not Owen when he was you know at his most fun. That we're, we're already into sad Owen, and um, I'm thinking the 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 uh, suicide attempt may have happened before that. Do, oh really? Do you know? Do you know no, the timeline? Okay. But anyway, it that was that's definitely like that's not that's not Shanghai Noon Owen by any means. Like the energy right. is way down and Vince they're they're both in it. They're great in it, but Vince carries the movie. Like, you know, he's yeah. he's he's the yeah. he's the comedy bomb in that one and, and Owen's more the straight man. 
Um, but one thing I think of when I think of Vince Vaughn, uh, real quick, is one little scene. It, it was it in Four Christmases. Is that the movie with Reese Witherspoon? Mm-hmm. And he like wants no part of like the the Christmas uh, show at church. Right, but, but they, right, yeah, that's it. yeah. <laughs> they need him to do it, and then he just completely gets into it and and yeah. steals the show. Like that's a great yeah. little tid, like one scene of Vince to kind of see what he can do. Like oh, yeah. I love that, and and not not the conventional motor mouth thing that you know him from. It's kind of a different right. flavor of his comedy, and and great. Yeah. Yeah, and you talked about you can kind of tell somebody's like real chops on on Saturday Night Live, and mm-hmm. every time he's on Saturday Night Live, he nails it. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, who's next? Go ahead, there, SS. All right. Um, so we'll, we'll we'll save the guy that I think is uh, going to be our George Washington, and okay, I'll go with um, the let's say Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill, nice. Um. I did not see that coming. I didn't either. Yeah, and who knows? Maybe I'll throw him off <laughs> before the end, like I did with <laughs> during our BA uh, Rushmore. But I've got him on there right now, and uh, and I'm thinking for his one performance, I'm like, I just, he's funny in everything. Like he doesn't yeah. fail to make me laugh in comedies. And uh, and and I think can we he, agree that Fat Jonah Hill is much more funny than Skinny Jonah Hill? <laughs> Yeah, and that's usually the case for big guys. Um, yeah, but <laughs> don't. What was the newest movie that he was going to be in? Where it looks like he's bigger than ever. He's absolutely huge. What is that? I don't know. I'll look it up. Go ahead. Like I think there's a comfort zone. Like that 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 Joan is a little bit too big for my for my like. Yeah, I'm that's little, true. I'm a little concerned for him. Like, and it, it makes me. You know, it's like. I want him to be healthy, yet maybe just a little bit pudgy for comedy's sake. But uh, yeah, Super Bad and uh, Twenty One Jump Street. I would probably point at Twenty One Jump Street as as maybe the the one performance to see from him. Maybe just because it it makes me laugh quite a bit. But yeah, uh, it, he and and then there's so many of those movies, like the one Seth Rogen movie about the end of the world and stuff like that. Like he's just a funny dude. Yeah, and he gets it. You can tell he knows what the joke is and how to squeeze the most out of it every time. And there aren't many people like that. Uh, so I'll, yeah. I'll I'll put him on there for now. <laughs> yeah, and he's another good one that that um, I think I think a lot of what Vince does well is ad lib, and mm-hmm. I think Jonah does that well yeah. too. I think a lot of his stuff in Superbad was just off the cuff, mm-hmm. and it was and it all worked. He didn't miss on anything in that movie. So I like Jonah. War Dogs is the movie where he looks like he's about to explode. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Todd, you got thoughts on Mr. Hill? Uh, I, I liked him. I'm trying to think. I, I really liked him in Superbad. He, it was probably my, I mean, I know that was like his first big mm-hmm. role. He may have done something before that, but that's probably, to me, that was his, his best role. But now he's just gotten so, uh, I mean, all you know, all the, like the Wolf of Wall Street nomination, all that stuff. That's crazy. Uh, yeah, and, and Moneyball. Like, he's a good actor, too. Yeah. Yeah, he is. And he plays a good, you know, the, he, he plays the good sympathetic character. He can because he's got some he's got some weight on him. I yeah, think. that's true. Yeah. Face. 
Who's your Who's your first face on the mountain, Todd? This one, it's John Goodman. Mm. Um, I like and, that too. Uh, and Lebowski, because um, let's face it, <laughs> yeah, nobody. I mean, he. I mean, I think his two best comedic roles have been uh, Coen Brothers films. He was great. He was absolutely great in Raising Arizona. He's got excellent timing. Uh, he he plays that big gruff, you know, kind of character, but he's really intelligent. He's got, you know, his intelligent goes beyond, you know, the words coming out of his mouth. And obviously in, in Air, Raising Arizona, he's speaking like no other convict you've ever heard speak. Yeah. Um, and saying yeah. things, you know, it's just like crazy. He also did a great job as the football coach in Revenge of the Nerds. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He has one of my favorite lines yeah. uh, from the movie um, and favorite exchanges. And I, I can't say it on online, but yeah, <laughs> I can. But And an, another guy that uh, knocks it out of the park on SNL. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he does. And he's, gosh, I mean, he's, does, he's got to be close to leading for you yeah, know, he is. Appearances. Guest appearances, yeah. But I mean, if 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 you're gonna go with if you're gonna go with the the um, the proof in the pudding, I think you've got to look at uh, if you you know if you look at Lebowski. I mean, he's just so he's just so on the whole movie. He's he's just he's a he's a powder keg. He's just he's so easily pushed over. Uh, and ready to explode at any moment. And, you know, the semi gets the, the vitriol from him. I mean, it's, and it's, it's funny cause you, you, you know, that's part of the laugh and it's a simple, it's a simple, uh, it's a simple thing. I mean, he, you know, each time, you know, he's going to tell Donnie to shut up, you know, he's going to yeah. say even louder and more vehemently. And, um, so I, 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 I'd probably, I would have to put that one, just because, and, and to me, I, Raising Arizona is probably my, that's the more favorite Coen Brothers comedy for me, but, I, and he was great in it, but I yeah. think, I think he just goes completely over the top on. Uh, yeah, I totally agree. Performance wise, Lebowski's superior for him. And, and it's another dude that can, it's super versatile. He can do serious stuff too. Uh, did you yeah. all see uh, the, the new Cloverfield movie? Because he was great in it. I have not seen that. No. Yeah, and it's like it's sitting super high on Rotten Tomatoes, and and he carries the movie, and he, and I mean it's a super serious kind of dark role, and he's and I mean he's got he's got a lot of chops outside of being funny, but he is he is hilarious. Second face on my Mount Rushmore, I think I think we should save the Universal dude for last. Okay. So second, the second uh, face on the Mount Rushmore for me is uh, Sasha Baron Cohen. Mm. Um, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, the the first time I saw him was uh, in Talladega Nights as the French F1 driver that that had just well he had just come over from Formula Un, which cracks <laughs> me up every time I hear him say it. Um, but the movie that I probably appreciated him as a, as a comedic actor the most in, and which was also be my performance to watch if I was going to give you one, would be uh, Borat. Um, and, and again, it's one of those roles that nobody else on this planet could pull off but him um i remember watching that movie um and having to stop it at least three times but maybe more because i was laughing so hard i didn't want to miss what was coming up and had to stop it 
um, just so I would make sure I wouldn't miss any of the, of the next scene. Um, so, uh, yeah, I would say Sasha Baron Cohen. Also, what he did at the, at the Oscars with Ollie G this year, mm-hmm. um, where everything was just so sort of, it was like a, a powder keg with all the, uh, um, the protests and all that stuff. And he comes out as Ali G and, and um, just, and apparently did you all hear that he did that? And they, he asked him the Oscars people if he could do it. And they said, no, you can't do it in character. And he did it anyways. <laughs> like he got his wife to come back there into the bathroom with him. He said into the handicapped stall and help him put his beard and stuff on. And then he just went out and did it anyway. That's not so, surprising. Um, it's kind of incredible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, Sasha Baron Cohen is up there. Um, I think, yeah, I think that dude's a genius. Like I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, if he's a literal genius, yeah, uh, he, you can just tell he's so smart and, and I mean, I think his brain works on another level. Uh, so that's a good pick. Yeah. And in Borat, he was making like that stuff. A lot of that was improvised and he had people that didn't know they were in a movie or, or that kind of movie. Mm hmm smart people that he was making fun of in front of their face mm-hmm. and they had no idea he was doing it. Um, so yeah, I'm with you on the genius part. He's, he's, he's working on another plane. Yeah. Uh, all right. My second spot on Rushmore. Um, this one's not coming off. I can tell you that right now. Like this, Uh-oh. this one is, a is a, a completely solid for me. Peter Sellers. Hmm. I'm glad you went first because I was like, okay, if if he doesn't say this second, then. <laughs> um, yeah, that's the, a good one. The first time I saw him and kind of fell in love with him was Pink Panther movies when I was, you know, probably 13, 14 years old, started to watch those. And uh, mm-hmm. the guy is just incredible. Another guy that I, you know, uh, he's a, he's a comic genius. Um, to me and kind of unapproachable. Like, uh, he absolutely deserves to be on the mountain. As far as I'm concerned, those movies are incredible. Uh, the work that he and Blake Edwards did together. Um, but if I point to one performance, um, that everybody should watch of his, I'm going to go Dr. Strangelove. And, uh, he plays three characters and they're all very funny in very different (laughs) ways. Um, and it's just brilliant. He's a brilliant guy and uh, a tortured soul, but uh, man, so funny. Yeah, yeah. He's he's definitely on my list too. But because I knew you'd probably pick him, I had to had to dig a little deeper, didn't? Yeah. I? Well, that's, that's okay. We can share. We can. I'm, I'm sure yeah, we you share. Yeah, crossover. It's good. That's a good thing. Well, I I I, I agree with everything he said. I think he's um, physical comedy. He was. Uh, the king of it um he just uh, completely inhabited um Clouseau. um uh-huh. he knew exactly what words to fracture for maximum effect i mean the set pieces were just you know i mean you watch the outtakes i mean because there's so many there's so many where he just he just can't he can't hold his laughter and the other people especially cannot hold their laughter i'd, I'd, I'd be interested in knowing how many takes they they did on an average <laughs> yeah. on the Panther yeah. movies, but, um, but I'm going to, I'm going to let, I'm going to let this stay with Scott. Cause it's, I've, I've got somebody else that I really like that means a lot to me too. Uh, but, but Peter Sellers is, is right up there. 
without a doubt. Because, I mean, I remember watching, uh, I believe it was Return of the Pink Panther, Pink Panther Strikes Again with my dad uh, growing up. It was on network TV, and I just remember laughing uncontrollably, weeping from laughter, uh, you know, with, you know, the scenes with the, uh, uh, where he's, uh, he's, uh, asking the staff questions about the, the missing diamond and all that, this large mm-hmm. mansion. It's just, I mean, just priceless. And those are <laughs> movies that I think cross over, over any age, over, you know, and, and they're 30 years old now or, more, yeah. you know, 30, 40 years old. 40, yeah. Yeah. 40 years old. And, um, I've watched them. I've watched part of one with my grandfather. And like you said, we're both sitting there, you know, cackling about it. And, uh, yeah, I I just, any age, you know, I think it just transcends and, and like, yeah, you can, you can grab generations of family and they'll all be laughing at those movies. Yeah. We were three when he died Mm. and yet he's on your, your Mount Rushmore. And, and it's a shame because he was only in his fifties. Um, so the stuff he could have done in the eighties probably would have been pretty incredible. Yeah. Todd, who you got? I guess I guess who I'm going to go with is uh, the aforementioned in another segment, Gene Wilder, mm. um, because now and and Gene a lot his his impact on me was way back. I mean, it was uh, '60s, early '70s. Most of his work. I mean, he he kind of disappeared in the '80s. Um, he's you know, still around, but been battling health issues and all that. So really his, I mean, the majority, his, his stellar stuff is from, in my opinion, late sixties through probably late seventies, early eighties. And the work he uh, did with Mel Brooks. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He did the, he did the producers, uh, with Mel Brooks. He did, uh, blazing saddles and, uh, and my favorite, one of my favorite comedies, I'm not sure, it's in the top, it's in the top five of comedies for me, and that's Young Frankenstein. And uh, Young Frankenstein's one of those. It's like you know, it's you know, like typical. It started the the Mel Brooks thing started where okay, these are kind of similar to the airplane movies if you think about it, but they completely blow the airplane movies, the Hot Shot movies away. These these movies, you know, Blazing Saddles. I'm talking about Blazing Saddles and Young Frankenstein. They were done. Or, you know, uh, early 70s, probably 73 and 74, I think, back to back. And um, and they just last. They have, uh, you know, they withstand the test of time. Uh, they're, they're both just, um, I don't know, for me, if I go back and watch Airplane, uh, Airplane holds up a little bit more. But stuff like, you know, the hot shots and the naked guns, they just don't hold up. Yeah. It's the same kind of humor, uh, but they just, you know, you, you can only run it through so many times and it's just not going to last. But Young Frankenstein, uh, to me, and I mean, and he was great and he was great as Willy Wonka. He was funny uh, and weird and dark and kind of scary all at the same time. Mm-hmm. Uh, different parts of that movie. One of my first yeah. favorite performances ever by anybody. I think I just I just think that role and him in it is it's magic. Yep. Yeah. I was going to say I the mean, same thing. Know, yeah. He's, he was, um, you know, he just he would just out of nowhere he'd say, "Where is fancy bread? <laughs> in, in the, the heart, heart? <laughs> or is it in the <laughs> head?" <laughs> and it's 
it's you know out of nowhere. I mean, and he he was just you know you could tell he just did not like being around these people. There's and they were sick, in the yeah. factory and he had to entertain them for three or four hours, and it was just a nightmare for him. You're right. He, I mean, he communicates so much and he emotes so much. Um, he communicates so much through his eyes. Yeah, it's yes. incredible. Yes, he's got these dazzling blue eyes. He's got this blondish brown curly crazy hair um and and yeah i mean and i'm not even going into blazing saddles but i mean to me the 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 film that the film that i think stands as the testament to him is young frankenstein yeah Uh, and it could easily be uh willy wonka it could be because they're both i think they're both neck and neck as far as his probably best performance but i think that's a good call because i wouldn't i wouldn't consider Willy Wonka necessarily a comedic performance by him, right? Right. Uh, so yeah, I think. But I, as Doc, yeah, yeah. But as uh, as Doctor Vic, Victor von Frankenstein, right? Um, <laughs> it was just. Yeah. I mean, they, I can watch that movie mu- every month, and if if you haven't seen it, it's just it's worth, or even if you have, it's worth watching again because he just has such an incredible command of the screen. Yeah. Uh, he does, you know, things physically, and just his his uh, his delivery and his timing is just incredible. Um, one of the best comedic performances, in my opinion, of all time. And it's that movie's forty two years old. So you all the back to back with movies that are forty years old that still hold up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, is a testament to how good those two dudes are, especially um, in comedy, because comedy ages. Yeah. like other things right, don't. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right, third, uh, third uh, face on the mountain before we get to the heavy hitter um, for me is uh, Christopher Guest. Um, I think we are all, all three of us are huge fans of that of the mockumentary, uh, or when it's done well, and it's yeah. at this point it's so diluted that it's hard to find good ones. Um, but man, Christopher Guest was the pioneer of it and is the master of it and, and hasn't really missed on a lot of those. Um, first time I saw him was actually as the princess bride uh, in the princess bride as, uh, the five fingered man. Um, but the first time I actually appreciated him and his comedic chops was, uh, waiting for Guffman. Um, which is also the pick that I would have if you want to watch him be funny um watch waiting for guffman and i I don't think that that movie gets a lot of uh, acclaim especially compared to spinal tap and um best in show but i'd put it up there with both of them especially him in it um playing the uh the flamboyant uh community theater uh director who corky st Clair, corky st Clair, who's taking it all way too serious um so yeah christopher guest uh and and the dude Talk about somebody who's versatile also, like played a British rock star and, and then played a redneck in Best in Show and then the, the flamboyant director and, um, and and played the evil King's henchman in Princess Bride. Like mm-hmm. that guy can do pretty much anything. Yeah. And, and married and married to Jamie Lee Curtis. <laughs> and that. Yeah. And Princess Bride, an undervalued performance there, I think, from Christopher yeah. Guest. Something that everybody remembers. But uh, maybe you know his name isn't at the at the front of their tongue when they think about that movie, you know. 
but the, everybody remembers that actually realize that that's him. Right. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I tell you, I think I will go with you on that too. And, and that is that I, I think waiting for Guthman uh, after, after Spinal Tap, I still like Spinal Tap, which by the way, was directed by Rob Reiner, but um, waiting for Guthman I, is, is his best performance. Cause if you notice in the other movies, he's kind of, he kind of pushes himself to the background, you know, yeah. he's not the main focus or even the, you know, the, the highlight of a lot of right. Yeah, stuff. that's true. He's yeah. Directing them, you know, so he's not putting himself in those prime roles. So Alan, tell us your, tell us your three so far again. So far I've got Vince Vaughn, uh, with wedding crashers as the performance, Sasha Baron Cohen with Borat and Christopher Guest with waiting for Guffman. All right. Um, so who's your third? My third, I'm going to go maybe a little controversial here. The way it's been in my mind is not like when you brought it up, I was thinking funny men, like, right. Yeah. Like funny man, like a classic funny man and not so much necessarily like a comedic actor. Cause those two sound like different things to me and, and make me think of different people. So that's what I was trying to do. So this mm-hmm. one is maybe a little controversial, but he's... If you say Bill Cosby, we're going to have to stop this right now. <laughs> Not that controversial. Okay. <laughs> but I'm pulling, I'm pulling out of uh, my auxiliary list here of, of people that we can talk about as honorable mentions, but kind of a, a group of guys that, that, you know, who am I going to go with? And uh, so I'm pulling him out of that list. I'm going to say Robert Downey Jr. Oh, yeah. And and I feel like that's a you know I don't think you necessarily think of him as a funny man, but I'm trying to I'm trying to stay film for one thing, people right. that are in funny in film, and there aren't many people that you know make me laugh consistently more in films than he does. Like even in the first Iron Man, uh, but Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, and mm-hmm. um. It, you know, the, my one performance for him is going to be uh, Tropic Thunder. Like, oh yeah, man, that one is is so far out there that I'm going to f- put him on my mountain. I think, and and you, yeah. I mean, what how did, what do you all think about that? Does he does he qualify as a as a? Oh, definitely. Yeah, I think he was more uh, he was more of a comedic performer. You're right. When um, he started, I don't. I still don't consider him an action hero. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, well, I mean, he was a cast member on Saturday Night Live, right? He yeah. was a, I think a terrible one, one, but <laughs> yeah, but still, he has it on, ever, the, yeah. on the resume. Yeah. <laughs> but if you look at him, and and I'm not talking about Johnny B. Good, but if you watch, like, his role in Weird Science was really good, and it's just a very tiny bit role. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he was incredible in Weird Science. He was really funny in Back to School. Mm-hmm. He was really That's funny right. Back in to School. I forget about. There's a, called home for the holidays that Jody Foster directed about uh, Thanksgiving and going, going to your parents for Thanksgiving. And he was Holly Hunter's brother. And he was a scream in that movie. If you haven't seen it, check it out. It's really good. And sticking with the theme of some of these guys that are getting uh, their faces up there. He's another guy that is on, you know, a, another level with improv oh yeah like that's a that's a theme that's developing with the people we're putting on this mountain like they're great on their feet and probably all three of mine are are 
improvisational masters. So yeah, definitely. And probably a lot of their funniest lines are stuff that they came up with themselves and threw into the, you know, threw into the films. So yeah. Yeah. Tropic Thunder is my favorite comedy of all time. And it is 100% on the back of Robert Downey Jr. Being Lincoln mm-hmm. Osiris in that movie. Um, yeah. And Ben Stiller is good too, but my gosh, that, that what he does with Lincoln mm-hmm. uh, is incredible. And um, I don't know if you've watched it cause you were kind of, I think you were sort of uh, torn on it uh, about even watching it because of who directed it and wrote it and all that stuff. But he was, he was funny in due date also. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah I've seen it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's good. And then, the what he did uh in also a theme here is these guys are really versatile and actually have some actual acting chops um chaplin is one of the best performances by an actor i've ever seen mm-hmm. was, was rdj doing uh doing charlie chaplin in that movie all right ts who's your third face on your mount rushmore funny this is a this is a tough one because i mean this to a lot of people this would be you know a given and I kind of waffle back and forth, but I'm going to say Steve Martin. Okay. And the reason, and I, I and Steve's late as of late, I mean, he's, uh, he's playing banjo somewhere in Arkansas. Right. Like, Doing some bluegrass. Yeah. And that's fine. That's, that's his journey. Um, but um, I, I, I'm going to go with Steve. Steve, when I was, when I was young, he was a big part of, of the humor that was that was starting to happen you know mm-hmm. uh, i mean that was the first concert i ever went to was steve martin at rupp arena in october of 1978 it was the wild and crazy guy tour uh and that was his second comedy album that's the one that had the king tut single on it oh yeah now fun not not funny story but um because i went with my uncle uh <laughs> we ended up leaving before the uh, concert was over because Steve Martin walks off the stage and my uncle looks over at me. He's like, okay, let's go. (laughs) (laughs) Fortunately, uh, I don't guess he had heard about the whole encore thing. And um, the shakes are notorious traffic beaters at live events. They are. They are. I, I, you know what I missed? I I walked out. I walked out of the, I, I didn't even see the end of taps in the theater because my dad was picking me up at a certain time and the movie started late and there was no way I was not going to be up there on the shoulder of Houstonville road, ready to go. I feel pretty good. So anyway, so yeah, I missed out on the King Tut, but uh, so movie wise, if I'm, if I'm selecting a a movie of Steve Martin's, that's going to, you know, push me, uh, it's going to push it over the edge um, is probably going to be, and it's a tough one because most people would probably say the jerk. That's what is going to be uh, my guess. I thought it for me thought it was a yeah. ringer. It is. I, I love I love the jerk. I really do. Um, but I'm probably and this is kind of weird because it's not a just just all out comedy, but uh, it's more of a romantic comedy. But it's Roxanne, I guess. Hmm. Roxanne. Uh, yeah. You could have given me ten picks. Yeah. And to to try to predict the one you would say and Roxanne probably still wouldn't have made the list. Right. So that's real surprising. Why did you pick that one? Well, I, it's just the, the whole overall tone of it. He's uh, you've got that classic movie kind of as the template and it's playing through, but then it's Steve Martin 
throwing in some Steve Martin kind of mm-hmm. improvisational humor and just saying and doing things that only Steve would do. And this was, I think, mid 80s. So he was actually still doing his thing in the movies. He didn't right. move, he hadn't moved on to kind of more dramatic roles. So well, yeah, late, that's the one I would, that's the one I would do. Yeah. And Daryl Hannah was at the height of her powers at that point exactly. too. I would have yeah. guessed the jerk. That would have been my first guess. And second guess would have been, um, dirty rotten scoundrels. That's probably the second one I would have gone with. <laughs> well, I, I will, I, I hate to admit this, but I fell asleep in the movie theater for dirty rotten scoundrels. <laughs> have you ever seen it to completion? I, I have seen it. I okay. have seen okay. it. And I love the stuff with Ruprecht, but I just, I, uh-huh. I, I don't know. I, and I've never fallen asleep in a movie theater before. But uh, I like Dirty uh, yeah. Scoundrels. I'm, I'm a big fan of that one. Yeah, me too. Okay, listen to this. Uh, if Indulge for just a second, but listen to this run that Steve Martin went on in the 80s. Um, Little Shop of Horrors, which I loved what he did in that movie. Yeah. Three Amigos. Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, which is yeah. a classic. Roxanne, Dirty Rotten Scoundrels, Parenthood, and then yeah. My Blue Heaven. Yeah, he was on And fire. then in the early 90s, he went in and did The Father of the Bride. Um, that is a pretty yeah. solid run of n- no misses. He was, he was nailing it constantly. I got one bone to pick with Steve, though. Uh, and, and it and it sort of ties it all in with Peter Sellers, is why in the world do you do the Pink Panther remake? Yeah, I had that as one of my notes on yeah Peter Sellers, is what was Steve thinking on that? Yeah. You can't, nobody can touch that role. Like, nobody should ever even consider it. I agree. I don't know. That's, that's, I think Steve, I don't know. I'm not sure if he had a boating accident before he made that decision or what. <laughs> decision. Uh, and, 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 you know, as I was talking about Steve Martin, I'm thinking, golly, Chevy Chase. You know? Yeah. Well, you, you can always revise your, your mount, but um, should we go ahead and get to the, Let's the last one? Yep. Which I'm, I'm thinking is going to be, it looks like it might be our only one crossover if if I'm predicting you guys right. Mm-hmm. Um, do y'all want to say it on the count of three? <laughs> yeah, all right. All right. On the count of three. Well, we're, this is, we're doing this on Google Hangout, so there might be a lag and this might sound <laughs> terrible, but we'll try it. So on the count of three, one, two, three. That's Bill, Bill Murray. Murray. Yeah. Yep. There you go. I thought somebody might try to slip an Andrew Dice Clay in there, but uh, <laughs> thank goodness we were all on Bill. Okay, so first time I saw Bill, first time I appreciated Bill, same movie was Ghostbusters. Yeah. Um, I was six years old when that came out, and it was right in my wheelhouse, uh-huh. and I've loved Bill ever since. Yeah. In love for life with Bill Murray. Yeah, thanks to Ghostbusters. absolutely, after yeah. Peter Venkman. Um, if you all want, we'll just maybe you all have a different performance to watch yeah, than me, right. so we can whip around and do that. Um, I, I'm going to go with, if I had to pick one, and gosh, it was hard mm-hmm. to narrow this down to one. Um, but I think he probably showcases the most of why I think he's funny. There was one I didn't pick because I think one of you all will pick it, so I left it off, but I'm going to go with Groundhog Day. Mm -hmm. And as far as, like, we talk about, I don't want to dilute the the perfect script pool too much, but I think Groundhog Day is pretty close to a perfect script, but I think what he does in that that movie is um, showcases all the reasons why I think he is a comedic genius. I would agree with that. Yeah, I think That's it. Ha- a, good, a good one. I think it has to be. I would, if I were to guess, I would think that would be the majority of people's. If they're going to point at one movie 
of his, I think that one might be uh, the perfect choice. I've got a different one. I went a little deeper yeah. cut, but yeah, that, that one is absolutely a great example of, of what makes Bill the best. What's yours? I'm going to go uh, with The Man Who Knew Too Little. I love that movie. I Bam. just I just feel like it's if you want to see Bill being Bill, yeah. There might not be a better movie for it. Yeah. Um So yeah, it's just it's if anybody out there hasn't seen it and there's a good chance because I you know, I think it it's much lesser known than a lot of them, yeah. but uh it it's it's a cute little story about, you know, he's he's a simple guy who gets confused as a spy and then plays along with it and he doesn't know what's going on and it's it's you know um it's it's great and he's fantastic yeah absolutely agree i i loved it the first and I, it caught me by surprise because it wasn't yes um i don't know if it was bad marketing or or it was just so low budget it what didn't get a huge release or what but when i i saw it on uh rented it from a video store i'm sure and saw it at home and and yeah it, i was pleasantly surprised at how good that movie was Mm-hmm. what about you Todd so that's a it's a tough one because I mean I, all the ones you mentioned I mean Rushmore is one of my favorite movies of all time as well and I loved him in it and he's very funny in it but he's also you know there's a little poignance to his role there um, you kind of feel bad for him that he's in a loveless marriage with two D-bag sons and um, but if I'm if I'm picking one and it's tough because I mean i I thought his his debut in Meatballs was really good. I mean, it's it's that same crazy Bill. Mm-hmm. And you think of it, you, you hear the name, and it's a summer camp comedy, but he really was good in it. Um, and, uh, and Caddyshack, I mean, let's face it, but Caddyshack, he's kind of playing the, the numbskull. It's hard to, you know, pin it on that one. So I'd probably go with Stripes. Yeah, that's a good uh, one. Because if you, I mean, if you... If you're looking for that smart aleck Bill McMurray, uh, where he's front and center, um, he's you know he's he's skirting the law, skirting the military uh, to do things his way. I mean that's 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 a typical Bill Murray role. And a connect- uh, is that can- his most quotable movie? Like, is that the one that we get most of our like? I can think of a ton of quotes from that movie. It might be. Yeah. Yeah, um, and and there's a Kentucky connection, so it, it definitely yeah deserves Fort Knox, shot yeah. in Louisville. Oh yeah, and, and Fort Knox. Yeah, the only one that I have that maybe hasn't been mentioned yet uh, is Quick Change. Yeah, I've got uh, that one too. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's a good one. Definitely doesn't get the credit it deserves. Very funny with some weird stuff in there, but makes me laugh. It's right. It's it's yeah, in it's my awesome. sense of humor. So um, yeah, it's perfect. Co-directed too, and Grandy Quaid is great in it. Yes, the two of them together are are awesome. The the uh, bicycle jousting scene, there aren't many yes. scenes like standalone scenes that have made yeah. me laugh harder the first time I saw it than that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one and the one where he's trying to get the uh, taxi cab driver to to, yes. to understand that he wants to go to the airport. <laughs> Tony Shalhoub. Is yeah. <laughs> so good doing that. Yeah, he's fan- yeah. great. Airport yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm also going to throw What About Bob on that list. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. I man. went to the theater to see that 
movie probably four times. I paid to go to the movies to see that movie four times, which is ridiculous because it would not lose anything seeing yeah. it on a smaller screen at home. But I just I wanted to see it as many times yeah. as I could before I had to wait that long amount of time before it actually came out so I could rent it or buy it. That's um, one that I need to see again that I don't think I've seen that I loved, but I don't think I've seen it since I saw it in the theater. Yeah, yeah, and he's he's awesome in it, and Dreyfus is great in yeah, it too, and they, really they work so well off each other. Mm-hmm. And don't forget Scrooged. Oh yeah, and one more I want to bring up, one more performance I want to bring up. I thought one of you two would say Rushmore for our Mount Rushmore, uh, mm-hmm. ironically enough. Um, so I didn't say it, or I might have. If we did a, do a round, Mount Rushmore of villains, um, Big Earn McCracken is going to be probably on mine as a spoiler. <laughs> yeah, yeah um, that's a great man. Movie. He nailed yeah. it. Yeah. Not, there aren't many people who have made more out of less screen time. Like right, he, he doesn't exactly. have a ton of screen time, but man, he, yeah, that is a memorable character and just absolutely knocks it out of the park with every second that he gets. Yeah. Yep. We could go on about Bill, I think for a while. Um, but uh, there's a great Charlie's Angels story that um, I would love to tell at some point. Um, but uh, do y'all want to get to your? Um, do we want to try to come to a consensus? Yeah, let's try it. Um, so I'm gonna I got to make a change already. Okay. Because good, just, good deal. Just because Jonah doesn't feel like he fits with. Okay. <laughs> but, I mean, when you think of a Mount Rushmore, I mean, and I'm talking yeah. Bill Murray, Peter Sellers. Um. Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey Jr. Jonah, maybe he's great. He's absolutely great. But I, I feel like I've got to put Charlie Chaplin on on a spot. Um, yeah, I'm in love with him, and and he is another person I think is a literal genius and yep. changed film uh, as much as anybody in the medium ever has. And uh, I have to put him up there. And I and modern times is we've talked about movies that are 40 years old. Well, that one's <laughs> darn near a hundred years old. Yeah. So, you Which know, one would you put up of, of his modern times, modern times. Okay. Yeah. 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 All right. Um, any changes you want to make Todd? Or are you good? You want, you want me to run down the list of what we have so far? I, I mean, I, you know, I, 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 I said a little bit about Chevy chase and I think Chevy chase in his prime was superbly funny. He really was there for about, maybe 10 years, 12 years. Um, but I, I'm, I'm fine with who I, who okay. I yeah. Um, honorable mentions. Yeah. Let's do honorable mentions and then we'll go, we'll go, we'll try to cons- uh, come up with one collaborative Mount Rushmore. Yeah. Chevy was on mine. Yeah. Love Chevy. Even though, yeah. you know, <laughs> people have their problems with Chevy, but, uh, and it's so good on like, uh, on the on the TV show on um, Community, Community, yeah, and even yeah. though he had problems there, like he takes making people laugh seriously, and he's apparently the biggest jerk in the world, but he, yeah, making people laugh, he takes it really seriously, and he's good at it. Yeah. Like even when he hates being on a certain show and he hates the show, he's still trying to do the best job he can, yeah, and was successful at it. But uh, Owen at one time would have been on this mountain for me. He was headed. Yeah, Owen. Owen is on my. Honorable mention too. Yeah. yeah, he was headed to the mountain until he had his problems that we talked about, where he just yeah. got sad. Um, Vince was on my honorable mentions. Um, Farrell. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, 
Steve Martin was. Yeah, so some of those guys got on for you all. And uh, the one guy who I didn't put on it, who I think is maybe one of the greatest comedic actors ever and isn't on it because I don't think he's ever done it in film, really. Very little. And I didn't feel like he qualified. It was Alec Baldwin. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, everything he's done. I mean, it's amazing yeah. what he did in theatrical was all... You know the shadow and right. married to the mob. What was it? Married to the mob or mm-hmm. the marrying man? I'm sorry, marrying man. It all yeah, his weird, co- weird stuff. All his comedy work is on TV, but yeah. um, what Alan wasn't it? Mike Myers one time that said, um, talking about working with him on on Saturday Night Live, how all the writers saved all their best stuff all year long for the show that they knew Alec was going to host. Yes, yeah, absolutely. That's what he said. Yeah, and Mike. Myers said, in his opinion, he was the greatest comedic actor or would have been the greatest comedic actor that ever worked had he decided to do comedy. Yeah. Like if that's what he had focused on. But instead he only did it on TV. Like for a long time, he didn't do it at all. He he would do it on Saturday Night Live and that's it. And then he, and then you got, um, Tina Fey's show. Um, yeah. 30 30 Rock. Rock. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's, but he, he understands the joke. Like, nobody else like you put a joke in front of him and he knows where the laugh is yeah and how to get it and and it doesn't matter like in any type of any type of sketch you put him in like he's the canteen boy you know and all this stuff they did with because he's a good looking guy and but even now it's just he understands the jokes and and he delivers he's incredible so big big uh Shout out for Alec Baldwin on the honorable mentions. Yeah. John Candy. I had him too, Todd. Yeah, go ahead with John Candy. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, he did SCTV all through the 70s and part of the 80s. Um, you know, obviously did uh, John Hughes, Uncle Buck, um, small part in Home Alone, which um, – I think there's there's some kind of internet uh, scuttlebutt going out there that uh, John Candy plays the devil in Home Alone. So, uh, anyway, look that up. But, but just uh, his yeah, body of work was cut so short because mm-hmm. he, he died so young. Um, it's, it's so sad because, uh, yeah, that dude, and especially the stuff he did with Steve Martin, was always a home run. So yeah, let's try to consolidate and see what happens. Bill, okay, obviously, well, right? Yeah, I had I had two honorable mentions we hadn't got to yet. Okay, sorry. Mainly because their their body of work in film isn't that that huge. But uh, Adam Carolla, uh, as as a like, he's done one two two movies, but I think that's the funniest dude on the planet, uh, in my opinion. Um, <laughs> and uh, Steve Carell just hasn't really had a big body of work as far as doing a lot of movies yet, but um, Michael Scott is an iconically funny character. So those are two I had that you all didn't mention as far as, and nobody in, in the right mind is going to mention Corolla as far as a film <laughs> comedy dude, but me, but uh, I love him so much. I had to mention him. All right. The, the overall Mount Rushmore, the definitive Mount Rushmore, obviously uh, Bill's on it. That's one spot. Yeah. So, do you all have somebody you want to throw your your lots in for 
to, to make sure that they make it? Mm, yeah, the one that I have to have off of mine, I think, is Peter Sellers. Okay. I would agree with that, Peter Sellers. Okay. Then that, that's pretty definitive then. Um, I'm, I would love if you all would let me have Vince Vaughn on there. <laughs> okay. Well, if you're going to cry about it. I might. <laughs> <laughs> no, we could. I mean, it's open for debate, and it doesn't have to I'm be. Okay but that, if I had to pick one of my three guys left, that's the one I would pick to go up there. Yeah. Um. So, Todd, who who do you, who would you pick? Of who's left? Uh, Your guys, or yeah, oh, if you want to jump ship and go to somebody else's guys and and put them up there, go ahead. Yeah. Um. I mean the I- list. We came up with was Vince Vaughn, John Goodman, Sasha Baron Cohen, Peter Sellers, Gene Wilder, Christopher Guest, Robert Downey Jr., Steve Martin, Charlie Chaplin, and the the uh, unanimous Bill Murray. Of yours, I, if if I can throw a vote in of the ones that you suggested, I'd probably go Steve Martin. Yeah, yeah. Out of well, the- and I think if you look at what he has meant to comedy over the years, and 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 how much what he contributed to it and how much he did for it. Seventies, eighties, nineties. Yeah. I mean, he's done, uh, you definitely could definitely could go that route. I don't think anybody had a stronger run of consistency than he did in that 10 year span in the late seventies, early uh, late eighties. Probably not. So yeah, I'd, I'd say, yeah, I'd say Steve. You, you sound non-committal though. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think of Charlie Chaplin and where would we, where would any of these guys be if Charlie Chaplin had never existed, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, it's true. It's, it's, a, that's a tough one. It's a tough one because, you know, when you think about funny people, people don't always mention Steve Martin now. Make the call, Todd. What do, what are we doing? Uh, This is good pod. Tourists for years and years are going to have to look at this. I mean, that's right. <laughs> yeah. You don't uh, make the wrong decision here. That's right. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be a weird Mount Rushmore, right? <laughs> I mean, who, who No matter thought? what. And if you want to make a case to kick one of the other two off to get Chaplin up there, that's fine. Well, I mean, I think Sellers definitely belongs up there. Um, and I think we all know Bill belongs up there. Right. Um, so between Vince Vaughn and Steve Martin and Charlie Chaplin. Oh, wow. Who, who do you take away from that three, in your opinion? Man. <laughs> <laughs> this... Just for those that don't uh, know us very well, this is what it's like when we're trying to figure out what to eat in Paducah. <laughs> uh, I just don't feel... I don't feel 100% going... You know, not, not including Chaplin or not including, you know, Vince. You know what? It... I'm, I'm just to let you know, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to cry, maybe sob, 
when this happens. But I, I think uh, of those five we have up there, I think which one of these things is not like the other is Vince Vaughn. Yeah. Um, so I think Charlie definitely deserves a spot uh, over over Vince Vaughn, even though I'll put Vince Vaughn's performance in Wedding Crashers against any single yeah. comedic performance in a film. Um, man, Charlie Chaplin's body of work and the way he pioneered um, not just comedic film, but film period. I think he, I think he's got to go up. So there you go. Yeah. All right, then there you have it. Yeah. Uh, and, and Thank I know you you're, I know your pain and how you're feeling right now, but uh, you don't know. <laughs> but Don't pretend like, you know, I think, I think you're right. Like when you think about, yeah, when it comes to a Mount Rushmore, this, that one feels a little more yeah. set in stone, if you will. Yep. There you go. All right. Um, so there you have it. The the uh, the consensus tall card Mount Rushmore of comedic actors goes Bill Murray, Peter Sellers, Steve Martin, and Charlie Chaplin. And I don't think I don't think anybody can argue with that. Although I would like to hear some listeners Mount Rushmores if they they have different opinions. I'd like I'd like for them to tweet at us at uh, what's the what's the Twitter Walk Softly Films. That's right. Everything is backslash walk softly films. Yeah. On Facebook, you can hit us up on Instagram. Um, let us know what uh, what your yeah. comedic. If there are any Brits out Mount there, Rushmore. I'm thinking they might have some arguments. The, we did get yeah. sellers on there though, so they can't be too upset. That's but, true. But you know, uh, right? I'm, I'm and guessing, I had Sasha Baron Cohen on mine, so I'm, I'm guessing there might be some like John Cleese, and right. um, and some and some and and Benny Hill. You might have yeah. <laughs> some people that want Benny Hill up there. Yeah. Big Benny. Yeah. Maybe during those super long, awkward pauses for those people, you could just play yakety sax during them. Uh-huh. All right, friends. All right, um, Todd. You you got for you, you, can you do a revised things we we should already know real quick before we get out of here? Yeah, I guess I can. I can. It's a. It, I'll make it a quick one because I was okay earlier, but um, we all mow our grass, right? I do. Yeah. Pretty much. What's the one thing you hate about mowing the grass? I have to narrow it down to one thing. <laughs> well, but but then you have you also resign yourself to it and you're saying, you know what, I've got to mow this grass, right? Yeah. So all you need to do is just go out and start the mower up, right? Right. Well, you gotta have gasoline, right? So yes. this is the thing that you should already know, and that is always keep spare gasoline because if you're going to get yourself hyped up to mow that grass and then you walk out there and there's no gas in the tank you lose that motivation you're not going to get it done don't wait too long buddy because it'll be another week before you mow yeah I, i thought he was going in a different direction i thought he was going to say to get yourself hyped up for mowing have some extra gas on hand so that you can huff it and then you don't care about so okay we went a different direction and i'm glad all right um, I think that's that's about it. Um, let's wrap this baby up. Remember to keep your extra gas on hand. Remember to um, subscribe on iTunes and on Stitcher. Please hit that subscribe button. Uh, like us, like the podcast on Facebook. Um, yeah, share it with friends. And um, for Scott Stafford, for Todd Sheen, this is 
the Alan Martin or hobo. Yeah, that's right. The <laughs> the billionaire hobo. Reminding you, as always, to walk softly and talk hard. Well, I hope you come to see me in the movie. And I know that you will plainly see. Biggest fool that's ever hit the big time. And all I gotta do is act naturally.